Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Welcome in. New York Game Day, week three. Here on 98.7 ESPN, Anita Marks and Matthias Kiwanuka join you Good for the morning. next three hours. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm. Can you? I know I say this each and every week. Um, well, I should say each and every year. But uh, and and I know we've been only working together. This is our second year together. But like, can you believe it's already week? Three? Let me ask you this: Do, Does does the season fly by as fast for players as it does for for fans? The, the the first season does not fly by at all. That first season feels like an eternity. Every season after that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like you start getting ready for camp, and next thing you know, you're at you're at your bye week, and you've got to be able to to manage everything that that comes along at you. Um, but yeah, it definitely does. It does start to fly by once you get into a routine. You're a creature of habit, and things just start rolling. But it's fun. Um. I just can't believe it's week three. And so, and so where do we stand right now? Uh, as we know, the Jets are one and one. Go wacko for Flacco. Uh, and now they get to go up against a Bengals team uh, that's 0-2, a Bengals team that we saw go to the Super Bowl last year. Is this a Super Bowl loser hangover? Uh, you know, and, and, and let's talk about that for a minute. A few things. Number one, when it comes to the Bengals, Kiwi. Number one, how pressed do you think that team is right now and those players are right now considering that they are 0-2? By the way, only 11% of teams that start the season 0-2 return to the postseason. So let's start there, first and foremost. How pressed do you think this Bengals team is right now? It, it's the, the pressure is there. Um, the feeling of, you know, we got to get this this going right now is definitely there. I was on one of those teams, the 0-2 team that won the Super Bowl. And I will say, you know, after that second loss, it seemed as though, um, you know, it was a foregone conclusion that the season was almost over. I mean, it, it, it was it was rough, but... You know, if you have uh, enough veterans, enough players who have been in, in those kind of situations and and can help dig you out mentally, right? So, yeah, physically, you've got gifted athletes, you got talented individuals, especially some young guys um, who you know that you're going to be able to count on. But you need, you know, that solid veteran leadership to to show everybody, you know, the mindset that it takes to be able to come out of it. So, yeah, they're in a difficult spot, but I think they have the, you know, the the veteran leadership I was talking about to to be one of those teams that helps helps bring them out. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take them lightly, especially not this week, you know, because we know that 0-2 can be done, but 0-3 is, you know, now you're really digging yourself a hole. So I feel like they're going to come out swinging in this game. Uh, I, I do believe uh, they, they do as well. As for the Jets, again, they're 1-1, one one, but a little lady luck on their side. And, and, and I don't want to diminish or take away anything from the Jets and, and how they were able to come back from the deficit – with the the great special teams play, uh, with of course the touchdown to Garrett Wilson from from Joe Flacco, but you know not having that that wherewithal uh, from Nick Chubb, knowing that you're up by so many points, uh, but you're up by more than a touchdown. If you take a knee, there's 90 seconds left in the game, and the Jets have no timeouts. 
like shame shame on the Browns coaching staff by not notifying everybody on on the sideline exactly Absolutely. what the scenario what the what the situation is. Um, you know, Absolutely. right? I, I mean, it, it, a, it, it, a, the responsibility. On that. Yeah, the responsibility doesn't fall on on one man. That's something that um, should be the situation should be discussed throughout uh, training camp and you know regularly throughout the year. Um, and then on the sidelines, there should be somebody, I don't care if you got to go pay another coach to come and, and be in the coach's ear, there should be somebody else, um, notifying everybody on offense, you know, what the situation is and, and what we need to, um, to accomplish because it's, it's, it's second nature. You know, you get the ball, you put it in the end zone, right? Like that's what everybody has been taught from the time that they're little. And you're talking about, you know, late in a game where the adrenaline is rushing and your fatigue is set in, somebody should have been calling it out um, consistently and and making sure that everybody was aware. So I don't put that on one person. I put that on um, everybody on the sideline with a headset. Um, Absolutely. But again, Jets, you know, it it wasn't just that Jets had to uh, come back from the deficit and, and Mm -hmm. Joe Flacco has been great. Right. And that's why that's why you can't say that it was just luck. Right. Because mm-hmm. had they not taken. Exactly. Yes. Yes. The game was 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 placed in their lap. But had they not taken advantage of it, we'd been sitting here rightfully so criticizing the fact that they weren't able to get done what they should have gotten done. Sometimes, you know, those, those easy things to accomplish in football can be some of the, you know, the more difficult things. And those are the ones that you really stress and lament about after the game. It's something that you, you know, an opportunity that was missed. They capitalized on the opportunity. And I think it's um, very very similar to, you know, how Flacco's playing right now in general, you know, it's, you give him an opportunity, he's going out there and he's winning. How long is it going to be sustained? We don't know, but for right now, we know that, you know, as a backup veteran quarterback, we're asking you to come in here and get us some wins while we need, um, you know, our main guy on the sidelines. And that's exactly what he's done. So, you know, in terms of job performance, I mean, I don't think you could score higher. Absolutely. Uh, so there's that. And, and I want to get into the Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson conversation in just a second. Uh, but let's talk about the Giants. They play on Monday night going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, mm-hmm. No Dak Prescott. Uh, Cooper Rush will be starting for them. But listen, for, first of all, they won last week with Cooper Rush uh, against Cincinnati, number one. Uh, number two, uh, you know, Cooper Rush has been been on this team and knows this offense for five years. Okay, so this isn't uh, Cooper Rush. You could argue is is a top five, maybe top three backup quarterback in the NFL. Uh, my concern in this game is the Giants' offensive line. Uh, yeah, no quarterback has been pressured. Yep, no quarterback has been pressured more than Daniel Jones this season in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And and now you got Micah Parsons, who's uh, trying to you know doing you know his defensive player of the year tour that now mm-hmm. stops off. Um, in, at East Rutherford on Monday night. Your thoughts on Micah Parsons? You can't teach speed, first and foremost. Like, either you have it or you don't. But then to watch his maturation, I mean, obviously he came in um, guns blazing, had a phenomenal um, rookie campaign. But, you know, to watch him fire off the ball consistently, low pad level, shoulders out in front of his feet, hands up, ready to engage, he can go around some of the most athletic um, offensive linemen that there are. And then he also does whoop, one, two steps up the field, get underneath. I'm going to swipe you with my arm and I'm just looking barreling down on, on the quarterback. And there's there's not a lot um, that you can do when you're one-on-one in a pass rush situation. And what happens is, you know, if you devote extra attention or extra um, 
you know, hands to him. Now you have Armstrong, you have other players up and down that that defensive line who are, you know, going to take advantage of the one-on-one matchups. And so, you know, even though I've said that, you know, the offensive line for the Giants has been playing better, better it still isn't good. And that is, in my opinion, going to be the key to this entire game is going to be, you know, yeah, we can rely on on Saquon running the ball or coming out of the backfield, but we're going to have to get the ball down the field at some point. And this offensive line is going to have to stand up and and be tested. And, and if they can come out um, with good grades against Micah Parsons specifically, then I believe we have a chance to get a win. Um, do you feel that the, the, the giants really missed out, on, on not drafting Michael Parsons. Now, keep in mind, you know this organization better than most. There were a lot of question marks uh, about uh, his, all his off-the-field issues in regard to what was happening at, at Penn State and, and, and a few things happened in that locker room that he was involved in. So, uh, so you know, I'm not sure I wasn't in that war room, but you know this organization. A lot of times there's a player with, with a red flag. But here's the thing. P- Penn State linebacking coach, linebackers coach, was in that war room. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like, how is he not banging mm-hmm. on the desk? Like I'm, this this dude's special. This is a once in a lifetime player. Like, how is mm-hmm. he like, I don't, I don't know if the up uh, red flag issues off the field problem in that locker room, mm-hmm. he's not even on our board. I I, I don't know. I, I just, it, I think it was, I think it was a swing and miss. Yeah. It, it's something where there, there's not, I, I like, I like to say like, you can't just take a player's situation and then put it on another team and say, this is what he would have done. But at that outside linebacker defensive end position, it, it that's one of the situations where you can, cause it's kind of like a, you know, open a box and turn them loose um, kind of position. So yeah, I would say um, just from a production standpoint, yeah, it, it was a miss, but you don't know what was said in that meeting room and, and knowing um, you know, ownership and the legacy that they're trying to protect and, and uphold. If there was a red flag, it's a, it's a non-starter. And so, you know, just from, from knowing the mirrors and knowing the tissues, you have to say, Hey, look, like they, they have an organization, they run it in a certain kind of way. You know, the guys who come through those, those halls and in, in that building all have to have, um, you know, a mindset and, and good character. And that, that counts for something, you know, in this world, we were all about, you know, right now, like just, just give me, give me what I want right now. But there still are, you know, some, you know, some old school ways of thinking that it's like, Hey, listen, it's not just all about the money right now um, is great, but you know, we're going to run this organization the way it's always been run. So, you know, you don't know what was said, but if you're going to pound on the table and it comes down from upstairs, it doesn't matter how loud you are. It's not going through. Um, and last but not least, one more thing I, w- I want to touch about the giants that I think is going to be really interesting on Monday night is uh, is Kenny Galladay in those issues, right? Like mm-hmm. he came out, you know, to the media and was just like, I don't understand. I, you know, I'm practicing. I don't know. I don't know why the coach isn't, doesn't have me in. I don't know why I'm not playing. Does that squeaky wheel, does that squeaky wheel get, get the grease on Monday night? No, no. Saying, saying, saying something in the media is not going to, not going to get anything change in my opinion go go into the office go sit down go in early stay late you know there there were times when when I was frustrated and you know you you go in you show up early you sit down with the coach and they say okay you know let's let's stay come back after after meetings are done and, and let's have this discussion I think as a man you know when when things aren't going your way that's how you have to approach it you know you can 
you can be honest with the media and be truthful and that's fine. I don't have a problem with him saying it. I just don't think that that's enough to, to get the point across. I think in this world, you know, you gotta, you gotta be man enough to say, go, you know, walk straight up to your boss and say, Hey, listen, this is what I was expecting. This is what's happening. How do we, how do we get this done? Like, what do I need to do? Um, you know, to, for, for us both to get on the same page. But you know, how, how many players have that or are, are that mature Kiwi that do that? The ones that, that stay are, around are, <laughs> if you, if you want, if you want to stay around, I mean, you can't, you can't be afraid. You you have to, you, you made it to this level for a reason, right? You're a professional football player. It's, you know, you have a better chance of what being struck by lightning than, than whatever. So there's a reason why you are there and you should be confident enough to, to go to whoever's in charge and say, Hey, look, you know, you have, you have a set of expectations and so do I, how do we meet, you know, how do we get this done? He is Matthias Kiwanuka. I'm Anita Marks. This is New York Game Day. When we get back, I want to have the conversation about Zach Wilson. Reports are that he's going to be healthy enough to go week four when the Jets travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should they make the change? Hypothetically speaking, let's just say, because this is a Cincinnati team that can be beat. There's something Mm -hmm. wrong with this team. Right. Offensively, defensively, Mm -hmm. offensive line is horrible. Joe Burrow is not vintage Joe Burrow as of late. Does he turn it around this week against the Jets? Maybe. But what if he doesn't? And what if this what if Joe Flacco passes for another? By the way, Joe Flacco has thrown the ball more than any quarterback in the NFL and has put up the most yards of any quarterback in the NFL with the least amount of turnovers. So Joe Flacco is playing well and is a big reason why this team is one and one. Let's just say they go two and one. Let's marinate in that for a minute. Should the Jets make the switch to Zach Wilson. Now, Joe Flacco could go out and wet the bed today, right? That'll make that'll make the switch a lot easier, I'm sure. But let's 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 have this discussion, and we'll open up the phone lines 800-919-3776. Nina Marks, Matthias Kiwanuka, and you. Uh, this is New York Game Day, by the way, presented by Slomans. Call eight six six Oil Deal to see how much you can save this winter on your heating oil. Also brought to you by Bud Light. Enjoy your game day, um, and uh, an Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper develops winning game plans for business moving forward together. EisnerAmper.com. Still a lot more coming your way. We're with you until 11 o'clock. Dan Grasa, Greg Buttle, pick it up from there with your Jets pregame show. And of course, the only place you can listen to the Jets on radio is right here. 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Joe Flacco was a backup quarterback. He's had his time. He started for the Baltimore Ravens. He won a Super Bowl. He did that. He got the free t-shirt. 
of course he wants to play, but he knows his role. I, I know Joe. Him and I were in Baltimore together. Uh, got to know him extremely well. He's just really, really just such a phenomenal guy. So, uh, and, and I truly believe that he's rooting for Zach Wilson. And mm-hmm. and once Zach Wilson gets out there, Kiwi, I truly believe that he's going to be supporting him. Listen, we know there's quarterbacks out there that don't have that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm curious. And I would imagine that if, first of all, let, let's rewind. We were hearing from beat reporters and we're going to have Rich Samini, who does a phenomenal job covering the Jets, who's going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. We had uh, several beat reporters tell us that Joe Flacco looked better than Zach Wilson at camp. We had fans, Ira, and fans who went out to watch the Jets practice who said the same thing, Joe Flacco looks better. We heard uh, comments from players talking to the media after practice saying that Joe Flacco throws an easier ball, an easier ball to catch, a better ball, better spiral. He has better touch. So, you know, all this to me screams, Joe Flacco gives you the best opportunity to win. Now, you know, again, what if the Jets win? And what if they, they're they two and one? Or what if Joe Flacco goes out and has another stellar performance, 300 yards, two touchdowns, maybe one interception, but unfortunately Cincinnati and their offense wakes up and, and defense can't stop a runny nose. Let's just say somehow, some way, those scenarios play out. You know, do you go back to Zach Wilson in Pittsburgh on the road? Week four, Kiwi? What do you do? Yeah, I, th- I think you, um, you, you have to understand he's a backup quarterback, you know, he's 37 years old. He's doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. Right. I don't have a problem with the fact that he has, you know, better touch on the ball or that he was, you know, very competitive, if not, you know, better, you know, during camp. That's what I was saying all last year is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see some veterans come in there. There should be some, some points where Zach Wilson can, can be shown firsthand. This is how the game needs to be played. Right. So, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, I do think that, you know, at his age and, you know, where he is in his career, you know, he's not the long term solution for this team. So is this a situation where, hey, we're going to do, you know, leave him in for one year and and give it a run? No. You know, this is Zach's team. You know, um, Joe's saying all the right things, I think, you know, on purpose, you know, Um, and I think that, you know, if if he comes out and has a stellar performance, then maybe you have something to talk about. Maybe you say, all right, Zach, you know what? Give it another week, right? Like, you know, don't, don't rush back. There's no such a, there's no reason for you to, to rush back. But when you are a hundred percent healthy, just understand that this is your position. 800-919-3776. Um, let's, let's go to our calls. Here what some of the Jets fans have to say. Let's start with Ira in New Jersey. Um, Ira, welcome in. Good morning. Welcome in to New York game day. Hey, good morning, Anita. Good morning, there, Matthias. And, you, you know, listen, we spoke yesterday about the quarterbacks, and you and I are on the same page. I rise that with Flacco. And I, I, I fully respect and understand that it's really not about Flacco. It's really about Zach. And he will get his time. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes out. I'm writing it out. But my question to you is that this is today this game is on a defense. Because I think this game is a winnable game. Uh, listen, Burroughs had trouble. I don't know what's going on with the Bengals, the offensive line. They tried to upgrade it. It's not working. This is the game that Salah has to step up with Earlbrook, and they got to draw something up. The secondary has been really bad. The safeties have, have not been look good. If they do not get their hands on Burroughs, this is going to be a long afternoon. But what the, the thing I don't understand, I don't know if it's game planning. I don't know if it's the scheme that Salah runs. 
to me, in the naked eye, as not a, a professional, it just seems that the ball snapped and the linemen just go up the field, try to beat you guys one-on-one. I don't see any stunts. I don't see any twists. I don't see any loop-arounds. I don't see much blitzing. This is the week where you got to throw something at them because if you don't get your hands on Burrow, I don't think that gives them much a chance to win. Kiwi? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the caller. Thanks, Ira. Um, I, that, that was, you know, one of my keys is you have to get to the quarterback. There needs to be more production, you know, with the, the down men up front being able to to get to the quarterback. And that helps take the pressure off the back end, right? So if you can provide, you know, maybe it's not a sack every single time, but if you can provide enough pressure that you're, you know, you, the quarterback is scrambling, he's, he's rushing his throws, it takes a lot of the pressure off the back end. They're not so exposed at some point you know, the pass rush does become responsible for, you know, the down the field balls, you know, if they're, you know, covering for, you know, four seconds, every single play, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to come back in and we're going to have a conversation, you know, like I've been in the, I've been in those, those, um, in those meeting rooms where it's like, Hey guys, listen, like we'll, we'll give you, you know, the coverage, but at some point, you got to get home and we can't be blitzing every single time straining the, the linebackers either. So I do agree that, you know, up front, there needs to be more attention to, to pressure. And then once you do start getting home, understand that they are going to, you know, hand the ball off to Mixon and you're going to be able to have to be able to stop the run. So there has to be um, a little bit of the onus up front. Um, let's go to Glenn in New Jersey. Glenn, welcome in. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, good. How are you? So, uh, good, good. Uh, I just wanted to say I really believe that if Joe Flacco has another good game uh, against the, the Bengals coming up, it really should be considered that Zach Wilson kind of sits. Uh, I understand Flacco's old, but we're not saying Flacco's the future, but we're saying that Flacco's going to have a better season this year because, as you guys mentioned, he does throw a better ball. Right now it seems like he has the locker room. So if, if he continues to play at this high level, why stop his streak? and let him get cold because, say, if you need him later down in the season, he might not be as good. Just let him keep playing. Here And, and Glenn, I, I, I like the phone call. Um, appreciate it. Here's the thing, Kiwi. There, there's two trains of thought here, right? And that is, mm-hmm. number one, okay, yeah, it, winning is important, but are the Jets really going to win the Super Bowl? Are the Jets really going to unseat the Bills in this division? There goes um, another receipt. You know, like, you, you know, like, like what – you know, what, what are the realistic expectations for this Jets team this season? And and does getting Zach Wilson the experience that he needs outweigh the uh, not hefty expectation of how far this Jets team can go, even if they do win, right? Like, you know, that, that's, really, that, that's really what you're balancing here. That, that's hard for me because, um, you know, I'm being completely honest. I don't think there was ever a season where the expectation wasn't to win the Super Bowl. Even from the the first year I got there, obviously we won it my second year, but even from the first year that I got there, I don't think we ever went into a season not thinking um, this is a Super Bowl. This is a potentially a Super Bowl bound team and we need to, you know, win week one, two, three, and, you know, get to the bye week and, and do all the things that we need to do in order to set us up for uh, a run later on in the season. So that's the only way that I really know how to approach it. And so I would say if, Joe is the guy who's going to get us to the Super Bowl, then we say, okay, listen, this year we're going to stick with him 
Zach, you're still our guy, but you'll be our guy, you know, next year and and moving forward after that. But there's got to be a decision that's made. I, I don't, you know, we we could talk about it, you know, all all long, you know, however long this this plays out. But I feel as though, you know, especially on a team on a, on a defensive side of the ball, when you have you know, no control over what the offense is doing, I want to know that there's a plan in place. So if Zach's our guy, you know, get Zach in when he's healthy and when he's ready. And it's okay to let Joe ride it out for a few more games and make sure that Zach is completely healthy. But when he is and ready to return, I'd say you get your guy back in there and then you move forward. And you should always be trying to play for for to be the last team on the field. Anita Marks, Matthias Kiwanuka. It's uh, it's 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 a lot a lot to digest and a lot to think about, especially after the game. Today, this portion of the show brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, when you open a Chris Cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Enjoy responsibly. Also brought to you by FW Webb and Will McLean. Turn to one of your FW Webb's 100 plus locations for unparalleled Will McLean inventory. Visit fwweb.com to find a convenient location near you. Uh, also uh, brought to you by Stoli Elite Ultra Premium Vodka. Enjoy Stoli Elite responsibly. When we come back, Rich Samini joins us next. We'll continue with this conversation. Also get some thoughts of, uh, of you know, what, what we really, realistically can expect uh, with this Jets team uh, to, to try to go 2-1 in week three. That next, 90.7 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. And Rich Samini joins us now, does a phenomenal job covering the Jets uh, pretty much all the time and has uh, an, an article out right now on Garrett Wilson and flashes of Justin Jefferson. Here's the thing. First and foremost, uh, good morning. Welcome in, Rich. Always great to have you on. Thank you for your time. Um, you, know, you know me. You know me. I, I love the combine. I love the draft scouts that I was I was speaking to. Th- this is this is the player that they um, the analogy that they used for Garrett Wilson was Je- Justin Jefferson, and I was shocked uh, that the Atlanta Falcons passed on him. Now Drake London is is doing well this season as well. Okay, but um, the fact that Garrett Wilson dropped to the Jets was just unbelievable and was a no-brainer to me for them to draft him. You've been covering this young man, obviously, all preseason. What uh, what, what can you tell us about him, and, and do you feel that the, the, the analogy is is spot on? 
Well, I think uh, in the article, the, the player I quote is Tyler Conklin, who, of course, played the last two seasons with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. So if anyone's equipped to make the comparison, it's Tyler Conklin. And also DJ Reed uh, used the uh, Justin Jefferson comparison. It, you know, it's a, it's a lot for one player after two games. And even Gary Wilson admitted, he goes, look, he goes, I want to be great, but I'm not close to that yet. So I think he he's somewhat humble when it comes to the comparisons and everything. But, you know, I, I've watched him every day since late July. His ability to separate quickly is just uncanny. I mean, you saw it on the first touchdown last week on the fade route. I think that cornerback is still trying to figure out where Garrett Wilson is. He put a move on him that just left him in the dust and was open for that fade route. And that's who Garrett Wilson is. He just has the ability to separate. Let me ask you this. Which quarterback does he have a better uh, chemistry with? Well, I mean, we only, we've only seen one quarterback so far, Kiwi. I mean, it's, it's Joe Flacco right now. I mean, he did have a, few, a couple of weeks with Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson got hurt in the first preseason game, so they really didn't have a chance to develop any chemistry. I think the first pass that Zach Wilson threw to Garrett in the preseason game against Philadelphia was a pass that sailed over his head on that out route. And so that's you know one of the issues you have when you have a quarterback who will be coming back very shortly. He's going to have to rebuild all that chemistry that was starting to develop, you know, several weeks ago. Well, let's let's jump right into that, right? It's something Kiwi and I have been talking about uh, for the last 15 minutes, and that is Joe Flacco has had a very solid start to the season, and this team very well could be 2-1, and, and, and Joe Flacco averaging 300 passing yards a game, good QB rating. You know, how difficult do you think it's going to be if they do go 2-1, Rich, that they go back to Zach Wilson on the road in Pittsburgh in Week 4? Well, I don't think it'll be difficult for Robert Sala. He has said from the beginning that it's going to be Zach Wilson back in the lineup as soon as he's healthy. And from all indications, he's, he's pretty healthy right now. Uh, you know, the Jets said when this surgery happened back in mid-August, that week four was the likelihood and so next week unless he re-injures it between now and next Wednesday I think Zach Wilson will be running the first team offense in practice next Wednesday uh, I, you know we've asked Robert Sala every which way you can about Flacco being the hot hand and he says no he goes Wilson's the guy as soon as he's healthy Interesting. So you don't you don't think there's any, um, you know, any way or any issue or way that, you know, maybe they rest him for one more week, you know, like, let's, let's you know, let's, let's make sure like it's like, you know, like the hamstring when you think you're ready, wait one more week is you don't think there's any of that going on. You think he's they're just going to throw him right back in there? I mean, you never know until until I'm sure he's going to get reevaluated probably Monday or Tuesday by the doctors. And and we have a lot of doctors involved in here, Kiwi, because, you know, Zach Wilson had this surgery performed by uh, Elitrash out in L.A. So he's got his own doctors. So there's a lot of doctors that need to come together and make the final decision. So it's a multi-layered decision. But, uh, you know, yeah, I I don't think there's a, I just think Robert Sala has been really consistent on that. Personally, I'm a believer in the hot hand. I would, if Flacco does today what he did last week, throw for 300 and the Jets win a game, 
I would ride with Joe Flacco. Now, that's not to say I'm going to keep him as my quarterback for the rest of the year. That would be ridiculous. Zach Wilson is the quarterback. There is no doubt about that. He's the quarterback of the present and the future. They are committed to him as they should be. However, if the guy has another unbelievable game, I don't see any harm in giving him another go at it. So that's just my opinion. I do not believe Robert Sala is of that thinking. I think he's going to go with Zach as soon as the doctors give him a thumbs up. Um, Rich Samini again joining us here on New York Game Day, 98.7 ESPN. Before we let you go, any final thoughts, information that you think Jets fans need to be aware of heading into today's game? Well, I think I think the really interesting matchup, and I think you touched on it a little bit earlier, you know, Cincinnati's had all sorts of problems protecting the 13 sacks that Joe Burrow has taken in the first two games. That's tied for the most of any quarterback through the first two games of the last 20 years. So this is a historic sacking, for lack of a better word, that's going on here. I talked to Sheldon Rankins on Wednesday, and I go, does this excite you as a pass rusher? And he's like, absolutely. He goes, anytime you see a team having that sort of problem protecting the quarterback, absolutely you're licking your chops. And he was pretty candid, and I used the quotes in today's story on ESPN.com, but he just said, he goes, we have not put our pure dominance on tape yet. He goes, we hope we can do it. You know, he, they feel pretty confident that they can get it started today against Cincinnati. Great stuff, Rich. Thank you so much. Uh, always a pleasure when you join us on New York Game Day. Enjoy the game later on this afternoon. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You got it. Rich Samini joining us here on 90.70 SPN. That's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper, a leading global business advisory firm, can help you design a winning game plan for your business. Moving forward together, learn more at EisnerAmper.com. Um, Also brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, You know game day is here, so make sure that you enjoy responsibly. That's for sure. And also by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. Uh, Pain Management. Live a pain-free life. Make sure you visit samuelpain.com today. Uh, quick update here. Gabe Davis expected to play for the Buffalo Bills today. Broncos do expect to have both Jerry Judy and Patrick Sertain ready to go week three. James Conner dealing with an ankle issue on track to play in week three as well. That's good news. Was going to be a game time decision. Now they're saying that he is going to play. Alvin Kamara expected to play week three against the Panthers as well as well as J.K. Dobbins getting his season debut. Uh, this week uh, with with the Ravens, of course, against the New England Patriots. So some updates there for all you fantasy football freaks like me. Quick break. We come back. It's time for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. We just spoke to, uh, to, to Rich Samini. What are the keys from Kiwi that the Jets need to do in order to beat the Cincinnati Bengals today? We'll find out next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. 
It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. You, you are listening to New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, brought to you by Slowman's low price home heating oil, 24-hour service. Call 866-OIL-DEAL right now to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil in Slowman's. That's 866-OIL-DEAL. Also brought to you by Bud Light. Enjoy your game day with a nice, cool, refreshing Bud Light. That's for sure. Before we get to keys, uh, Kiwi's keys to the game, let's go to Josh. He wants to chime in on the Zach Wilson conversation. Josh, good morning. Welcome into New York Game Day. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. I'm, I'm upset. I'll tell you why. I'm listening, and I'm hearing all these people talk about, you know, Flacco's the starter, it's Flacco's team. Let I remind you, week one, we were booing Flacco. We were all booing him. We wanted Mike White. He has one miracle game, and it's his team. He just wants to hold the clipboard. He just wants to cash his check. This is Zach's team. <laughs> What are we saying? Have we lost our mind? Okay. All right, Josh, thanks for the phone call. I, I guess we have. Kiwi, uh, you know, again, I, and we've talked about Josh, we've talked about Zach Wilson before. Jury's still out for me in regards to Zach Wilson. And now that he has a compromised mm-hmm. knee, I, I've got even bigger concerns there as mm-hmm. well. Um, I do believe that, that Joe Flacco, we, we've been talking about it. We do believe that Joe Flacco gives this team a better opportunity to win. But is, is this Zach Wilson's team? Yeah, it is. Joe Flacco is the backup quarterback. But, you know, I, listen, I, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to compare this to what's going on with San Francisco, right? The San Francisco 49ers drafted Trey Lance where they did. They, and, and they gave up the farm to go get him. Okay. So even an, an even bigger reason why they had to go with Trey Lance. But Jimmy Garoppolo gives the 49ers the better chance to win. You know, it doesn't mean that in the next three years that that Trey Lance isn't going to be a better quarterback. It doesn't mean that at the end of his career that he's going to have better stats or more wins or whatever the case may be. It's just right now, Jimmy Garoppolo gives the 49ers the best chance to win. But yet, they were a 49ers team, and it was Trey Lance's team because they drafted him. So mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I, I look at that comparison. But uh, but nonetheless, let, let's get to your you keys. Have to, you have to you have to make Go a decision. Ahead. You have to you have to make a decision. You have to stick with. It. I think that's something that's important. I was laughing because I have been in situations. I don't I don't ever want to talk about a player's competitiveness unless I know them personally. I can speak to it. But I have been in some situations with some guys who were getting up there in age, and they were they're backed up or they were backing up, and they were thrust into there, and they couldn't wait to get back off the field. They're like, "Kiwi, I ain't come here to do all this, man. I'm just supposed to be out here. Game day is supposed to be my day off." So there there is there is that component sometimes when you have a backup like you know anybody playing a backup position and they're they're a little older where they just you know they just want to give support and, and get back to the to the regular flow of their, their, of, their um, of their season i get it listen we've got two minutes so real quick I, I need i need your three keys to the game for the jets what do they need to do in order to beat the cincinnati Bengals today go Okay, first of all, don't think of this as an upset. They need to have the mindset that they're going out there to win the game, regardless of who is, um, you know, under center for them. I think um, Carter and Hall need to, you know, carry the load in terms of running the ball effectively, 
bleed that clock, keep the ball out of the other offense's hands because they could get hot on the defensive side of the ball. I think, you know, the, one of the first callers said it, you got to get to the quarterback, you get to the quarterback um, that takes a lot of the pressure off of the, the linebackers in the secondary. And we do know, you know, between chase and Higgins and, and the rest of that, that, um, you know, that offense, they have the ability. So, um, you know, change your mindset. You know, you're, you've got some wins, you know, start thinking of yourselves as you, you belong here. You're supposed to get this win, run the ball, keep the ball away from the other team and get to the quarterback. These are keys. These are Kiwis keys to the game. It's so clever. I can't even pronounce it properly. Um, <laughs> uh, Matthias, you rock. Um, all right, we come back. We're going to kick off hour two of New York game day. Unfortunately, uh, because of the Jewish holidays, Mike Tannenbaum cannot be with us for our final hour. So, uh, but he is going to join us and, and talk about some of the big storylines heading into week three. So we'll hear from Mike Tannenbaum coming up this hour as well. I've got my locks of the week. Um, I've gone two in one in week one and week two, which means I'm sitting at four and two, which means if folks out there have followed my picks, you're playing with house money right now. Can I keep that going? And, uh, and, and also Kiwi and I will also dive into some of the, the big storylines uh, in and around week three. Jordan Renan, who covers the, the, the Giants, will be joining us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour as well. So still a lot more coming your way. It is New York game day here on 98.7 ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.